This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. And welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host, Vanessa, and really great to talk to you today. How are you finding June? How are you finding the colder weather? Have you been having some of those really crisp mornings and beautiful blue skies that we've been enjoying in the Waikato? Um, I have to say, I do have to remind myself that I need to defrost my car because I keep forgetting because I've got the heater on in the house and I go, oh, I didn't realize it got quite so cold outside. So it's about kind of some of those reminders to keep ourselves up and going and on time. It can be really good this time of year. Um, so. Welcome to Fighting Stigma today. We're going to talk all about stress and how we deal with it because it's one of those things that comes up all the time in life. And just depending on how you deal with it, can it can actually become quite overwhelming. And if we experience mental health um, issues as well, actually stress, external stress can actually make quite a difference to how we're able to look after ourselves and maintain our well-being around our mental health. But before I get into all that juiciness, I'll have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities, based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offices in Hamilton, Tokoroa and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress South and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Now, don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health and you think, hey, that would be really good for myself or for someone else you know. I do play that ad again at the end of the show. So stick around and have a listen. Maybe find a pen and paper. So at the end of the show, you can grab that contact number or um, how to get hold of Progress to Health and you'll be able to ask for some help. 
Okay, so stress. Now we all know that stress is a really big thing and it causes a really big difference in our life in quite a not great way sometimes. Um, Obviously, stress can be something that we actually experience when we're getting some good challenges in life. Maybe you're buying a new house, maybe you're getting married, maybe you've having a new baby. Maybe you've got a new puppy or a new kitten. Maybe you're starting a new job. Maybe you're looking for work. They can be good things, but quite often stress is something that can cause quite a lot of issues in our lives because what happens is it actually doesn't just affect us um, mentally, it can affect us physically as well. When I looked up the Centre for Clinical Intervention on their website around stress, now if you've been listening to the Fighting Stigma show before, you know that I quite like the Centre for Clinical Intervention uh, website. It has a lot of really great, easy to use, easy to access information for people who experience mental health. Um, So you can find them at cci.health.wa.org gov.au so it's an Australian website um, around mental health well-being and it's just it's got some really great really easy to like you can print out the forms it's really easy to use Um, but when they talk about stress on their um, stress form pretty much it's just literally just called stress uh, their handout and it's stress is something that is part of normal life and that is experienced by everyone from time to time However, some people suffer from stress, which is so frequent or so severe that it can seriously impact on their quality of life. And stress can come from a huge range of sources. And uh, if where the stress is coming from is called a stressor. So if I use the term stressor, stressor uh, it, that's actually whatever it is that's causing the stress to happen. So it could be through relationships with other people, it could be a work-related issue, it could be study demands, it could be coping with illness, Uh, and definitely at the moment I think some people are having stress from worry about other people who are ill, uh, especially around with COVID, and we're coming into cold and flu season, and it is definitely hitting people quite hard with the flu this year, and I know there's been, I don't know about your area, like there's been a gastro bug, like a lot of people are getting really sick, so whether you're worried about getting sick or you're worried about someone else being sick, it can cause a lot of stress. Uh, It could be life changes, such as the ones I talked about, marriage, retirement, divorce, buying a new house. It could be day-to-day activities and tasks. It could be positive events, such as organizing holidays or parties. Now, who's ever organized a party and gone, oh, it's so stressful, I'm not sure I can manage this, right? And it can be sometimes just juggling many roles or tasks all at the same time, because it can be that thing of, I'm okay if there's one or two things going on, I can handle the stress of that, but once there's more than that, there's too many things and I feel very, very stressed and it's just not okay, right? So some people are aware of what tends to trigger their stress, and this increases their ability to either prevent stress or to handle it more effectively. Many others are less able to deal with stress, and identifying the stresses is a key step to this. So working out what it is that's making you feel stressed, that's causing that increase in that stress and that inability to kind of feel like you're coping, can make a big, big difference. If you often experience stress, take some time to consider what trends of this are setting you off. And it's about that paying attention to that, that self-awareness that we talk all the time about on fighting stigma, like working out what the things are that are going around you, what you react to, what makes a difference for you when things aren't going well, what helps. And sometimes it's about we have to adjust and change our life or something we're doing because actually that's the best way to look after ourselves. So some of the symptoms of stress is, so some people don't notice in their day-to-day life what's happening with their stress uh, until the symptoms begin to occur really 
big, right? So it can be that actually you don't realize the, th- the stresses are actually causing the stress to rise until you start getting some symptoms. So some people get irritability or moodiness, like they have a change in mood, like they just, they're just sh- short-tempered. Some people have interrupted sleep. So some people find that it's actually they either um, not able to sleep or they just keep waking up or they're tossing and turning or they, I know some people talk about having stress dreams and that's literally where they feel like they've woken up and they haven't had any rest because they've slept, but they feel like they've dreamt all night about whatever it is the thing that they're stressing about. So maybe if you're studying for a big exam and you're getting stressed about whether you'll pass and if you'll know enough, actually they have dreams about that they've run late to the exam or what's the one that a lot of people make jokes about in movies it's like they get to the exam they have no pants on uh, a lot of time it's like running late to the exam or not knowing any of the answers or they finish they, they get to the end of the time and they've only answered two questions and so it's stressful dreams uh, it could be about worrying or feeling feelings of anxiety sometimes people have back or neck pain sometimes it's frequent headaches whether it's minor all the way up to migraine um, could be upset stomach. Now that could be some people find they have indigestion, some people have heartburn, some people actually have a runny tummy. Like it's just depending on how stress, like the the signs of stress affect you, like what what your body does. So yeah, increase in blood pressure. Now that's a can be a really common one if you're someone who's prone to high blood pressure, like getting stressed. It can be a really big thing about your blood pressure increasing. Changes in appetite. Now, they say changes in appetite, not like you lose your appetite or you eat more, because it's actually for everyone, it's slightly different. Some people, when they're stressed, they just lose the appetite completely. They will not feel hungry because they're so stressed. Whereas other people, when they start, when they realize actually, oh, I'm stressed, and I recognize that because I've actually increased how much I eat and I'm hungry all the time. And it's like there's obviously some form of trying to feed the, the stress to try and like dull it down a bit. Some people actually get skin breakouts or rashes. Like I know some people actually get hives, uh, so like skin rashes from actually being stressed, and that's how they recognize. I know someone else who actually gets acne uh, like when they're stressed. So it's not an, a usual one like actually getting a whole lot of pimples, but that is they know that. That's their, their sign they're getting stressed. Some people get chest pains. Now that could be whether it's um, straight anxiety chest pains or it might be heartburn or just muscle tension. Uh, but yeah, so chest pains. Um, sometimes it's actually whatever your physical, um, issues are, it just, they get worse. So I know some people when, who have fibromyalgia and, or different disabilities. And what happens is that actually when they're stressed, they have a flare up, they, it gets worse. Right. Um, and I know someone else who has, uh, arthritis and they're like, I don't feel like stress should be the thing that makes my arthritis worse. Like that doesn't make sense. But we actually kind of worked out that some of it is actually the way they hold themselves and the way they walk and the fact that they don't sit down very much. So they're not taking the breaks or doing the self-care stuff. So yes, it does make the arthritis worse, right? And sometimes when you can have a, a sign that you're stressed, so you're getting run down because you're more susceptible to cold and flu, or you just have a slower recovery than normal. Maybe you can get a cold and you're over it in four days normally. And actually, when you're really stressed, you realize, actually, that took seven to 10 days. That's obviously, I'm get, it's not just that the flu's worse. It's actually, I'm just, I'm, I'm stressed. I'm not doing well. Okay. So these symptoms all reduce the quality of life and people suffering from stress may notice that your work performance or your relationships suffer more as a result, right? You may be able to use these strategies listed here or you might find it useful to 
consult like someone else, just talk to like a professional, go talk to a counsellor, your GP. Maybe it's about, if it's, especially if it's work stress, it's talking to someone who can actually make a difference in what is causing the stress. So, so maybe removing some of those things that are causing the stress. So some of the really simple stress management tips are identifying your stresses, as we've talked about, and see if there's some things within your control you can manage better. So some things are beyond your control. For example, if you work a job that is based on working towards deadlines, then you can't change this without changing jobs. But, but perhaps you can change some aspects, such as scheduling it to have at least a short lunch break each day or to go to bed earlier so that you have more energy to cope with it in the daytime. And sometimes we can still talk to our boss and say, hey, I'm actually getting really stressed. There's like four major deadlines going on. That is too many to actually be able to do in my 40-hour work week. Can we adjust those? Like, is there someone else who can come help me with this? Can we actually break it down a bit? Like, you can't, who knows what will actually happen if they actually will be able to help, but you can ask, right? Two, like build regular exercise into your life. Now, I'm really sorry. I know we talk about this all the time and I'm kind of really classic for saying exercise is great and not doing very much. Though I have to say in June, I'm doing a lot more than normal because I'm still doing the Sweat with Pride uh, um, fundraise. And so I am actually doing most days at least 20 minutes a day. So I, it's definitely inc increasing my regular exercise into my life and it has been making quite a difference. So build regular exercise into your life. As well as being part of a healthy, balanced lifestyle and giving you more energy, many people find that working out at the gym or playing sport helps them to unwind. Like, And it doesn't have to be a sport or going to the gym. It can just be movement or it can be doing yoga at home. It could be dancing around to music. Doing anything that gets a sweat on and gets your heart rate up and gets you some movement can make a huge, huge difference to your overall health, but also to your mental health. So your ability, which then means your ability to cope with the stress, right? Three, make sure you eat and sleep well. Now, I know this is um, a really good one, but also I would add in there, drink enough water, right? Because it's like sometimes when we get stressed, the very, very basic stuff we don't focus on because we're focusing on the thing, on the stressor, we're focusing on the thing that's making life really stressed. And so we might not be drinking our our water every day we might not be making sure we eat regularly and our sleep patterns could be all up the wazoo so it's actually putting some effort and time into that can make our ability to cope with the stresses huge which then ultimately brings down the level of stress we're experiencing right four take time out for family friends and recreational activities so take time out for yourself for things you enjoy and people you enjoy so most of us know that it is it's important, but we don't do it all of it, right? We don't make a, especially when we're busy, we're like, no, I just need to work on this deadline. I'm not going to take time out to play with the kids or I'm not going to, normally I would stop and watch a movie right now and I'm not going to, I'm just going to do this extra work or I'm just, you're just trying to deal with the stress. But actually taking those breaks, taking that breather, doing something that really refills our cup that actually helps um, the different areas of our well-being can make an enormous, enormous difference, right? So, but if you find it hard to take time to do this, perhaps you need to make deliberate steps to have time out. Like you could maybe set up a specific time during the week, like maybe one evening a week where you meet up with friends or enjoy a hobby or set aside one day at the weekend for just relaxing. And it might not be a whole evening or a whole day. It could be that actually you do, you have an hour or two here, an hour or two there, but it's actually that time is literally spent doing something relaxing. 
Um, and sometimes they do recommend doing a whole evening or a whole day because actually if you're really stressed, only sitting aside a couple of hours, you need to actually have some time to decompress from the stress. So actually you won't actually have relaxed by the end of the two hours. So just depending, you know yourself. So that whole first step of like working out what, where you're at is the really important one. So you know what would work and what makes a difference and then give that a go. So fifth, five is problem solving techniques can be a really useful way to clarifying the problem. So brainstorming possible solutions and then choosing one to put into action after listing the pros and cons of each option. So one of the things is that quite often when we're stressed, it's because there's an issue, right? There's a problem, there's something we're trying to manage. So we actually need to do some planning, right? So you need to work out all the ins and outs of the problem, whatever causing the issue, and then think about some possible solutions and sometimes we can't do this by ourselves so sometimes you need to enlist a friend or a colleague or a family member and actually go hey I've got this going on can I talk it over with you and see if I can brainstorm some ideas of how to get through this and then I really definitely agree with it um, CCI about the idea of like do a pro and con list for the different options right because there could be multiple options but actually <laughs> some actually have a higher ratio of difficulty or um, like outcome to the others so you like you'd put a lot of effort into something and not get a like you'd get some outcome but not as much right so like knowing the pros and cons is really good before you make the decision about what you're going to do and six is learn calming techniques now we've talked about relaxation techniques and calming techniques and breathing exercises lots on fighting stigma show so if you're ever interested in some of those have a look at um, some of the um, podcasts online you can find us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and I always put a title in about what we talk about that day so you can actually have a look and see if you can find some but seriously if you're interested in looking for um, calming techniques finding something online finding a way that you it works for you because I know um, I can I I teach to people quite often when I'm sitting with them how to do a breathing technique or relaxation exercise but I'm not great for myself if I'm really stressed and anxious. And so actually I have to have an app or something that will talk to me and tell me what to do <laughs> because that's what works for me. And I know that for myself. So finding the thing that works really well. But learn calming techniques such as controlled breathing, progressive muscle relaxation, and this trains your brain to become more relaxed. So these techniques require practice, but can be helpful with regular use. And um, CCI does have multiple different handouts. So they've got um, a calming technique handout and a progressive muscle relaxation handout, which literally lists out step by step what to do. So if that's helpful, if reading something's really helpful for you, then I can definitely recommend those. Otherwise, there's different apps. Um, there's the Budify app. I know there's Calm app. Um, it's just finding the thing that works for you. But like, if you could try YouTube, like honestly, there is a, a whole lot out there. Just find the one that works for you and helps you actually feel like you caught your breath, you're taking a moment and you're feeling a little bit less ramped up. All right. Seven, you may wish to speak to a professional about assertiveness training and communication skills, which can help you deal with the challenging situations more effectively, thereby reducing stress. Because sometimes the stress is caused by people just doing stuff. And we're like, what is going on? Why is this happening? You're not listening to me. This doesn't make sense. I can't make this work. And actually, if we're able, better able to communicate, and sometimes it's not on us. Like sometimes you're really great at communicating. It is actually just solely on the other person. But actually, is there any harm in like learning some more assertiveness techniques? So at least then you know, like you can remove the stress of going, could I do more? Because you've done more, right? Like you've worked out 
like you've done everything you possibly can. And eight, last but definitely not least, consider where there is negative thinking which is contributing to your stress. So negative thinking can make us worry more than necessary, increasing stress, and generally does not motivate us to make positive actions. Now there is, um, we've taught, I've done lots of negative thinking conversations on fighting stigma before, and I possibly will do some more as well because I find in winter time negative thinking can get quite loud <laughs> for a lot of us. So it's one of the things I almost always try and talk about during winter. Um, but CCI has um, several handouts. They have analyzing your thinking and changing your thinking and also thinking and feeling. So it's actually when recognizing that if you have all or nothing thinking, it's like I have to get all of these deadlines done in exactly the right amount of time. There is no if, buts or maybes. Or do you have, um, it's like always just justified thinking like you, it's all on me. I'm the one who has to make the difference. No one else can help me with this. This is no, there's no way. So if once you start recognizing having those negative thoughts, actually that negative thinking. So maybe there's a way of actually dealing with that, which will then help you maybe be able to brainstorm a way to deal with the stressor itself. But sometimes the best way to deal with stress is to talk it over with someone. And sometimes we don't have someone right there with us. Like we maybe it's two o'clock in the morning. Maybe we have friends and family that just don't have great ideas around it. Or maybe we've actually it's been stressful for quite a while and that people aren't giving us great feedback about it right now. And we need someone else impartial who can just give us a listening ear and say, yeah, that is really stressful. Have you tried this breathing technique? Have you, when was the last time you had some good sleep? When did you have, have you gone for a walk lately? Like, you know, just give us some of those suggestions, those gentle, like, feedback. And so what I'm going to do now is give us a series of support lines. So if you even need someone to talk to and you don't have someone around you, you could reach out and help. So grab a pen and paper and write some of them down. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called, so need to talk, 1737. It's a free call or text service, and it's available 24-7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor, and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text, 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a Crisis Assessment Team, they're part of the Community Mental Health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800 543-354 and they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111 757. Now if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight 
and they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body, you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 828 Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, their number is 0800 Now don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for those support lines. I do play that segment at the end of every single show of Fighting Stigma. So come back next week and listen to us on Free FM 89.0 on Thursday at midday. We also repeat at 5.30am on Friday and 3.30pm on Sunday. Or as you can find us on Spotify or on the Free FM website, which is freefm.org.nz, um, or check your podcast player, like just whatever you get your podcast from, see if we're there. And hopefully today's show has given you a few ideas of if you're feeling stressed, or maybe even the next time you're feeling stressed, some of the things you can do to look after yourself. And now remember, all of those things we talked about today of what to do if you are stressed are also things you can do to prevent getting stressed. Because one of the things I completely forgot to talk about is that actually all of those, are, a lot of those are really good general self-care things, but actually can be used as preventative measures for getting stressed. So even just the, like, so even if you're not currently feeling really, really stressed, you can sit down and think about how do I know I'm getting stressed? Like, what are my warning signs of being stressed? Like, do you have the lack of sleep? Do you have the irritability? Do you have the chest pains? Do you have the change in appetite? Like, so recognizing what it is that you need to be aware of so you go hey these are not only just signs that I'm not doing so well but it actually could be signs that I'm getting stressed so then set something up and in, in like sort of a plan about hey so if I start like having irritability and not sleeping very well and I'm not really hungry it might not just be that my mental health is taking maybe I'm actually just stressed to start with 
do I need to have a look at how much my workload is? Like, do I need to have a list of the things that I'm thinking about and what I'm worrying about? So we can do some forward prevention as well because it can make a really big difference in life, eh? So that's all we have time for. So I hope this has been a little bit of help. But from us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.